Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, Notre Dame fans. Mike Singer, uh, Tim Hyde, live on YouTube talking... Notre Dame, 14, Ohio State, 17. A heartbreaking, dramatic loss for Notre Dame. Tim, you're a a lifelong Notre Dame fan. These are the types of games that, you know, in your Irish fandom that you you really live for. Um, And on the, you know, second to final play of the game, Notre Dame is, uh, goes down. Um, how bad does this one hurt, Tim? Oh, it's just, I mean, it's, it sucks. How's that? I, I literally just sent Mike Goolsby a text. Um, it, it, feel, it feels like 1993 against, uh, you know, Boston College. DJ Brown could end it. Pete Burchich could end it in 93. We don't. And obviously you get third in a mile. USC completes the pass to Dwayne Jarrett. 
third and a mile in this one. Ohio State completes the pass. So Notre Dame just, you know, Notre Dame just can't, you know, finish the game. I mean, what can you say? Uh, I got a million notes. I'll, we can talk about a billion things in this game. It's extremely frustrating. It's right there. Missed opportunities. Um, the game is obviously a course of three hours, 60 minutes in a game. But I, I texted you, Mike. Dude, that screen pass, if JT doesn't tip it, it's an 80, it's 80, 70 yard touchdown wherever Notre Dame's out on the field. There's no one out there. Rocco and Fisher are out there. It's a walk-in touchdown. It's 21 10. I literally thought this game was going to end 21 10, just like last year. And dude, wide freaking open. But multiple chances. You know, we'll get into a lot of some some questionable stuff. Um, you know. I don't know. I mean, this this is what it hurts because Notre Dame is right there. They played their butt off. Those guys left it all out there. Now they're going to have to regroup, rally, and go on the road and and win a big game at Duke. Probably game day there next week from what the rumor was today. So get ready to go play a primetime slugfest against Duke. But um, stinks, man. I'll I'll be honest with you. I, I thought Notre Dame did a million good things. Yeah, I, I kept writing. I got so many notes like Jared Parker, patience, discipline, the way he was just kept calling things and moving along. Hartman showed who Sam Hartman is multiple times, just getting it out. But I'm sure we'll hear the same thing. And I said this before the game. I wrote down some some notes if Notre Dame lose. And it's the same thing. There's no outside threat. You can't win a game throwing hitches to tight ends and 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 slots and running backs. There's zero there's zero perimeter threats, and it's the same thing. Uh, Notre Dame corners played outstanding against on the outside stuff. Emeka, dude, he's uncoverable. I mean, Ryan Day, it's on one of my notes. Ryan Day just where did I, I wrote right here. Ryan Day toyed with Notre Dame safeties. They just couldn't cover anyone under you know in between the hash marks all game, and that's where they got beat. So. Notre Dame offense, dude, Rocco Spindler and Blake Blake Fisher had their best. Rocco Spindler was unbelievable tonight. He was playing his tail off. Fisher had a great game. The Notre Dame pounded the ball. I don't even know what the – I haven't seen final stats whatsoever. But yeah, I, let me get you there, Tim. Baptiste, who I haven't been a big fan of all year, was like a man-child tonight, just an absolute freakazoid. Yeah, look at the rushing yards, 176. I mean, it, yeah, and we'll talk uh, – I'm sure everyone watching right now, we'll talk about the the touchdown run. I have no idea. I mean, I know it. they went at halftime and they came out and they ran old school Chicago Bear 46 defense. Three true D tackles in the game with one linebacker, which was J.D. And boom, Maris, Maris has outside contain. He, does, he keeps it. J.D. goes underneath the block, two guys in a gap, and Xavier Waff. Watts whiffs and he's 61 yard touchdown, one play into the second half. So Notre Dame played their tails off outside of just a couple plays. And it sucks that they did not close that game out. It's right there for as good as the defense played to finish the game and they didn't. And that's a killer, man. That's a killer. I could ramble, stop me, Mike, get to some questions, whatever you got tuned up. Um, a lot of good things. Yeah, missed kick, not getting it twice on fourth down takes points off the board. Yeah, Notre Dame's going to be kicking themselves. Those coaches watch film all night long, no doubt about it. Um, Two interceptions DJ Brown could have had. 
didn't, which which is just a killer. So frustrating. Uh, I mean, Notre Dame played toe to toe with you know the mighty Ohio State Buckeyes for sixty minutes, and they fell one play short. Starting three trash. Appreciate the super chats. Uh, Ryan says first round on meets him. Ryan, appreciate it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think right when the game ends, Tim. Uh, Mark, $20 Super Chat. I really appreciate this. I'll be looking for a comment from you, Mark. Um, I think when you you see a loss like this, you want to blame something. I'm I'm reading the chat, obviously. Yeah. Uh, people blame DJ Brown. People blaming the refs, of course. Sure. Um, you know, Golden's getting blame. It's there. And look, Tim, I know you're not going to be like, well, this one figure is why the lot – because there's so many different opportunities in the game. But – is there one thing that you can kind of be like, this is what hurt Notre Dame the most? Oh, easy. Okay. I mean, it's coming for me. And it's going back to our preseason rankings. Who in the world is going to make a play on the perimeter? Yeah. I mean, easy as that. You know, Hartman, I mean, dude, the pass protection was unbelievable. Guys played their tails off out there. All those guys played their tails off. Ohio State has freaks. They are going to get some pressure at times. And they did, but they never got to him. You know, they're, It's going to be a give and take, man. There's NFL dudes all over this field. You know what I mean? They're going to get some. The Irish are going to get some. And it went back and forth like that. I mean, this was a 1948 slugfest. This was a physical, physical football game where guys are just going haywire at each other. Um the safety safeties weren't good at coverage and Notre Dame doesn't have a wide receiver that could win outside. You know, I, I, you know, and I just say that in general, like they don't have a dude, Ohio state had a couple dudes, Notre Dame had a couple passes here and there. Great play, you know, but it always seemed like great catch by, by Mitch Evans, but Mitch Evans, you can't, Mitch Evans can't be the dude on the seam route. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seemed like the, the running backs were inches, freaking inches away from just breaking stuff and that's where their playmakers are. So perimeter wide receivers is the one thing, um, you know, the one big thing. And on defense, it was just, you know, the, the, the safeties on just coverage on key moments, you know, I mean, my God, and Ohio state got some breaks, you know, they tipped the damn ball. Stover catches it for a first down. Uh, Stover had a heck of a first half, keeping some drives alive. So, it was a good football game. Notre Dame needs some dudes outside. They do. And I, you know, people could agree or disagree with that. You know, they don't, they don't have some, they don't have some, some dudes that will just take it off. Um, but this, the other side, Benjamin Morrison, Cam Hart, those dudes played their tails off. I mean, seriously, they played their tails off. I know Harrison had the little ankle and all that, but even when he was healthy, he was, he got one. Morrison got one heart. You know what I mean? It was back and forth. And that, that's what you're going to get in a game like this. Notre Dame needed a key turnover. Didn't happen. Notre Dame needed just some big play. And they, man, I thought they were going to break a handful. How many times, how many times did love take it? And you thought he was gone. Yeah. Love was great. <laughs> Tim, I'm going to cut you off real quick. First, yeah. I got to ask you, how long, how long of a stream can you do tonight? Just go. I mean, I'm here. All right. We're well, just here. Okay, good. I'm here. I'm I mean, what am I going to do? Lay on the couch and complain? I'll complain with everyone else, right? <laughs> I want because I want to go. I would love to go a couple hours tonight. Um, and I because I want to get 
I want us to address this initial heartbreak. We got tons of super jobs, and we're going to start to get into some of um, start to get to some of more that have just popped in. But like, I also want to dive into. There's so much to talk about from an individual standpoint. What's next for the Irish? Uh, because the season's not over. Tim, what what have we said about if Notre Dame goes one loss? What does that loss have to be? Not a blowout. That was literally the last second of the game that listen, no moral victories We're I'm on the same page. That's a loss. But if you're going to lose the, I mean, I mean, I guess you would have preferred to have it on the road, but winner. Yeah. But winner of the loss is going to end in the game like this for crying out loud. But you can still, you can still run the table and make the playoff. So that that's, that's, that's where my mind's at right now. Just, just try to look at it positively, but I'm still gutted. I feel like, yeah, it, it's funny. I feel like Ron Paulus for all the old dogs in here after the 96 game when he said our season's over, we're just playing for a bowl game. And, and all right, so Super Jets. Yep. Uh, Luck says uh, 10 people on the field on the final play of the game. Jeez, are you serious? Let's see. Um, I'm going to do something that I'm going to do. Oh. All right, let's Let see. Bring back. Yeah, I mean the the hold touchdown on, run. Notre Dame had like no one over there, so if they only had ten on the play, that's a kicker. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Because no, look at this, Tim. They're missing. They the lined up over tackle. They're I mean, this tackle. Look, you got five over here and two over here. They had. Oh, sorry, my you guys can't see my mouse. You got five at the five. On the right side of the line, you know, facing the offense or uh, the offense facing two on the other. So just a total. And that's, of course, you know, where they ended up going with it. So, oh, it's right there. I mean, they showed the end zone copy and it, you know, looked like me and my cousin over there trying to hold the line because they didn't have anybody. And um, yeah, that was, I mean, and, and that's what sucks. Let me say that 612 times tonight. Um, that's what stinks is. Yeah is they played their butts off for so long and you give up a third and freaking 19, you give up a 61 yard run where they came out of the game. Cause Al Golden made adjustments. They came out and played nothing but nickel. They're playing a lot of nickel. And then all of a sudden that second quarter, they started going base. They started playing three linebackers. Kaiser starts playing Rover. So they're going three linebackers. They go into halftime because Ohio state had um, Notre Dame had a better rush efficiency in the first half which didn't seem like it because they had more stuffs, it felt like. But um, they must have gone into halftime saying, hey, let's come out. Dude, they ran old school bear. They had Gabe Rubio inside, Cross and Mills, TNT. Baptiste was a stand-up guy. Maris was a stand-up guy. JD in the middle, like Mike Singletary back in the day, everyone. They had DJ Brown cover one on um, uh, the tight end. And then Xavier Watts was the wide side safety, who's the filler. Xavier Watts misses the tackle. If he makes just if he just shoelaces the son of a gun, he gets a 10-yard run. But deal, keep playing. He whiffs and they run big it in for players. 16 yards. Big time players make big time plays. DJ Brown. Oh, and that's and that's why I said for easy pick, dude. Easy pick, I mean, man. Great play to jump it, right? Yeah. Like you can blame the game on him, but you because he didn't, I mean, a drop pick is a mistake, but also, is, you know, it was an incomplete pass. It's a PBU. Dude, you got to make that play. 
No, you got to make that play. And it looked like he batted it down, which was interesting. No, 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 no. He did not bat that down. That thing. No, he batted down just with his – maybe it was just the way his hands were. I don't know. It was just like, are you kidding me? I mean – all right. And then the sack. And then yeah. they had Rotello and Snee trying to sack him. I know, you know, that that the clock runs. It doesn't stop even, you know, because, I mean, they would have called a timeout. They saved that one timeout. That's the killer. Notre Dame did not get Ohio State to burn the timeouts on their last drive. That is an absolute freaking killer that he had a timeout with 15 seconds to leave because that penalty is a 10 yard, a 10 second runoff. But they had one timeout to call to save 10 seconds. And the screen pass, man, everyone go back and watch that screen pass on third down. Yeah. It's it's a touchdown. It's a freaking touchdown. Joe, Joe's saying, how many recruits did we lose, bro? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, lose recruits. That, hey, 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 that atmosphere was electric, was, yeah. was crazy. It was, it was wild. Not a, That's not Ohio State, maybe, which is what you would expect. So. It, yeah, I mean, the red was spread out. I didn't even pay attention. I mean, I saw just a little bit of the red. Yeah, it's Ohio State, man. They, they Ohio, I've, I've been to two Fiesta Bowls, and it's 60-plus percent Ohio State fans at two Fiesta Bowls. They travel every – why do you think Ohio State's played in like 10 Fiesta Bowls in the last 30 years? Because the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona, if they have a chance to get them, they're going to bring them because yeah. they're going to bring 50 – they're going to sell that thing out in six seconds. So – just frustrating, you know. Ohio State. I, I'm I'm more surprised that Kyle McCord just turned into a dude all of a sudden, you yeah. know. And um, he was, and that's a killer. Yeah. That's a killer, you know. I thought Hartman forced a couple things. He stepped into the pocket once or twice. I didn't feel like he had to, but the Ohio State DBs were just blanketing dudes, all all over the place at times in some key moments, and that was. That was a killer where you know, they were showing the end zone copy and you could see what Hartman's reading. And it's like, where's he going to throw the ball? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I felt a couple times like just toss it up and they did it. But as things happen, um, we actually got news of a commitment for Notre Dame. Um, hold on one second, guys. Let's sing her. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame just got a new commitment. CJ May. Um. <laughs> I so, think I've watched his film zero times. So who is he, Mike? I'll be honest with you. Twenty twenty-five uh, edge rusher from uh, Alabama. That was uh, not a commitment that Notre Dame saw going into the weekend. Oh wow! Well, that's good. I have to check his film out. With, uh, it's a DN, right? Yep. I've just seen him on list. Uh, one second, guys. Let's sing her. Uh... Yeah, I've, I've watched him so. Yeah, look at this guy, Notre Dame. Yeah, you got a super chat. I agree. Yeah, Tim, can you can you rechat while I while I handle this real quick? Well, no, yeah. I mean, one of the super chat chats is Notre Dame has the worst home field advantage. Yeah, because they just don't finish a play. I hear you. Um, yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, let's talk about the game. I'm not worried. I mean, I. I I mean, the commitment. I don't know. I don't even. I know. I know. I just need to get this on our front page of our website. So. here, what let me pop up there? Super Chats. Lawrence, uh, here from Matt. Can you what do you got? Do you see a way into the play? Yeah. I mean, if you went out, um, now you're asking Notre Dame to win, you know, the rest of their games. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely doable. You know, they're doable because they went toe-to-toe with Ohio State. Ohio State's a very good football team. And so is Notre Dame. Notre Dame played their tails off today. So um, yeah, if if you went out, because you're still gonna have a top five game against Ohio, uh, Ohio State, geez, Tim, USC. 
you know, USC is going to be in that type top five range, just like tonight's game was. Duke's a ranked team. Clemson's definitely not, so you, you can throw them off the list. Louisville is a very good. They got some really good athletes. That's going to be a fun game in two weeks. So eleven and one, you're going to be just like you were in 2021, fighting for that that four spot. Easy as that. Notre Dame goes eleven and one. They'll be number four or five, uh, battling. Yeah, exactly. Adam B says Louisville will be ranked. I agree. They got some good football players, but um, let's beat Duke now, right? You got to beat Duke and. You know, Marcus Freeman is, you know, has been messaging and getting things rallied and whatnot. So he's got to really regroup this team and um, get them get them to focus, as the old coaching saying says, goes. You don't want one loss to equal two, meaning you you know you take a week off right there. Yeah, Andrew Pete Birch is by. I said that to start the show. This game feels like '93 BC and '05 USC all rolls into one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so many things that looked exactly like both those games and just missed opportunities. Okay. Uh, appreciate just, you saying much. Got to make sure I get this on my front. No, page. I got you. I got you. Uh, Dave says, uh, thank God for Rogue Shop right now. Dave, appreciate the super chats. <laughs> um, Kirk said, since we are the home team, why weren't ACC refs being used instead of Big Ten refs? It's, it's no, no, because I mean, technically, this is an out of conference game. So when you're an out-of-conference game, you use the other team refs. I, I mean, I believe I've heard that before. So if they play a Pac-10 team, you get a Pac-10 crew. And when Notre Dame's on the road, they use the Notre Dame crew. So that's – I'm pretty sure that's how that works. You probably Google that and, and find that actual rule, but I'm pretty sure that's how it is. I could be wrong, but I think that's 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 how it is. Got it. Um, what else you got out there? I've seen a few fly in, so – Sorry, Steve. Uh, or, uh, yeah, the no, one guy wrote right here, Patrick, three-man rush on the last play. I don't think that's a killer. I mean, they weren't sat, I mean, they weren't sacking them with four or five-man rush, so they were dropping eight, flooding the zone, and McCord throws a dart right in between multiple guys. So McCord's got an arm. That's one thing I noticed in watching him over three games is dude's got a big league arm. I mean, he threw some fades that were just pretty as could be, but there you go. Um, is a YouTuber slash recruiting guy's worst nightmare a commitments during um a live show, but we're uh, we're handling it. Um, okay, so we had that one. Yeah, what else uh, you got? Dave said I think the prevent D call on third nineteen was uh, and soft zone was the game. It's a great, it's a great catch. What are you gonna do? I mean, you got a NFL football player in a mecca who makes. And McCord's got a cannon. So it's, I mean, if you do all out, I mean, what do you want to do? The covers, you know, the safety blitz that they did last year, bring bring the house and leave the middle of the field wide open. We would be, or, I mean, right, Mike? We would be crying about why are you doing all out blitz, leaving the middle of the field open. They flooded the zone. It's third and 19. It's third and 19. He didn't throw outside on one-on-one -on -one coverage. He threw in the middle. And, um, you know, sometimes in life you got to tip, tip your hat to those guys. I don't, you know, that's a killer. It's a heck of a play by those guys. But yeah, third and 19, that's 05 SC all over again. 05 SC right right there. That's that's a kicker. Yeah, Derek just jumped in. Yeah, 10, yeah, 10 players on the last play. Yeah, we just saw a screenshot of it. And yeah, we saw 10 as well out there. So that's a kicker. 
Uh, Scuba says uh, Notre Dame is the worst home field advantage. How do we stop the uh, wave of away fans? Yeah, that's above my pay grade. Um, that's above my pay grade. That's, you know, however they chart those things, they monitor those things. You got, I mean, I guess you need more people to have season tickets, right? More, more, more licenses. I guess that's one thing people have talked about the personal seat licenses that Notre Dame's done where people just sell those tickets all over the place. So, I have no idea. I've never really studied. I know Pete Sampson of The Athletic wrote it. I haven't read that article. He wrote a big article this week talking about that. So I don't know if you guys get The Athletic. So that's um, something he, you know, he talked about. He talked to the Notre Dame ticket people, how they monitor. Because you can monitor all these things electronically, which is fascinating now, which I had no idea. So I was reading a few uh, things on Twitter talking about how these things roll these days. So there's, you know, there's info out there. There's some articles out there to read and learn about. I ain't afraid to no go said this one's hurts missed opportunity. Love you guys. Well, Hey, I really appreciate the love. Ghost, um, You are right, man. This one hurts. This, yeah. one, this one hurts. This is bad. This stinks. This doesn't, I mean, you're at home yet. Yet. Yet the place rocking. I thought the offense was super efficient. You had quick drives. The clock's moving because of just efficiency. And you just, got no points it's like you know just it's it's wild to think about you know um it's wild second half they came out and they played their they, they played their touch you know their, their butts off man had a couple great drives the fourth and inches those guys are going to be kicking themselves forever why because when you know when you watch the you know the replay that nbc did I mean, everyone knew they're going to quarterback sink and you have five i mean literally multiple safeties just unblocked you can't block all those guys and for whatever reason, Hartman bounced it out because I think Eichenberg jumped over the top. Man, you hand off the estimate, it's an easy first down. All right. Um, no, Miguel, th thank you for the super chat, but we literally went live two minutes after the, the game hit triple zero. So, no, I have no idea what, what he said. But, again, I, I we really appreciate the support tonight. Um, the YouTube chat's been amazing. but uh, No, I'm sure Ryan Day was was hyped up. Ryan Day, I saw an interview in the pre in the pregame where he was just, like, really ticked off how – the national media was picking yeah. – go for it. I get Spencer Schrader missed a 47-yard kick, but the yeah. – we like 47-yard kicks happen. Like It's right like down the middle. Kicker missed a 30-yarder, and, I mean, they just pulled that guy off the street. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a 40 – I mean – It's right down – Mike, it's right down the middle, and all we've heard – but of and all of the things, a 65 yards. Yard I mean, NFL kickers miss that all the time. I mean, I'm not a 40, like 40 and in 47. I mean, of all of the things, DJ Brown's missed pick. That's that is like a bro, 10 men on the field, but a 47 yard. I mean, 47 not, yard, Mike, 47 yard field hey, goals. If you're a hey, big time hey. kicker, 47 yard field goals are, are, are commonplace. I'm not saying it's easy. I mean, of all of the things, hey, though, I won a game in a high school. A guy kicked a forty-seven-yard field goal. Okay, again, and NFL guys, I'm not, I'm not arguing about this, Tim. I hear you. You, you can miss it because those, those of course you can. all the time. Because we saw it. <laughs> Just can't finish a game. They had to. They definitely yeah. had the upper hand. When will those yes. games turn? So. Yes, I, I totally agree. They, they, even when Ohio State was up, man, it just felt, it just felt, it just felt. You know, like Notre Dame was going to find some way to get in there, you know, even after that Henderson run. Those guys battled back, man. They came back, took the lead, 
And then that last drive, offense is on the field to win the game and, and kill the clock, get Ohio State to use their timeouts, and it didn't happen. Letting Ryan Day have one more timeout was a killer. All right, Tim, I got to read an ad here. Um, so don't go anywhere, folks. We're just going to hear from our sponsors over at My Perfect Franchise. If you are a displaced corporate executive, maybe you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, you're going to want to contact Andy Ludicky. Excuse me, Andy Ledecky. Um, he's a huge college sports fan and franchise veteran, having owned uh, multiple franchises and businesses. Using Andy's expertise, he will help others find their American dream through a very thorough consultation and evaluation process. Call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands, and best of all, his services are 100% free to you. So what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Thank you um, uh, to Andy Ludicky, our sponsor um, over at My Perfect Franchise. Um, appreciate all the super chats starting three says, so they should have gone for it instead of kick. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like a 47 yarder is not a gimme. Like the pick six, like that's just lower on my list of like what I'm going to yell at about this game. The 47 yarder that occurred in early in the second quarter is not high on my list. I mean, it's maybe 15th. Um, yeah. Sorry, Tim, you're, you're muted, buddy. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, the opening drive, I'm looking at my notes right here. You know, Hart, Hartman scrambles, right? He's one inch short where the freaking ball is, you know what I mean? Like, he's one inch short. They get inside the red zone, no points. Come back the second drive, moving on down. And, um, yeah, that was a killer. I wrote old school zone blitz where Hartman, you know, Hartman almost threw a couple picks today. Luckily, they didn't, but they did an old-school zone blitz, brought guys on the outside and dropped both uh, D tackles that knocked that off. And then, yeah, I wrote Jim Knowles brought more pressure on that drive. 47-yard field goal, no good. All right, Tim, do you want to talk about the 61-yarder? Sorry, we're just kind of hopping over the place. I want to talk about that 61-yard touchdown run. Yeah, I got notes right here for you. Um, I'm going to risk it for the biscuit, as they say. Um, <laughs> If you're going to show anything, just show a, a screenshot. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm doing. I just try not to – I'm trying to – we'll even do it here. I'm just trying not to risk uh, – No, I'll break it down. Like I said, yeah, I'll break it down. So, when you, go ahead. Tyler Horka had tweeted that Maris Lee fouled – he tweeted this during the game that Maris Lee foul got tackled. Let's watch Lee foul. Uh, he's at the bottom of the line here. He – Look, there, he just there. runs right into the pulling. He just takes on the pulling guard. There's yeah, no, exactly. he, there's no holding there for me. No, no, no. He blows it up. The, he, he blows it. Up. He's the outside and bear and bear. Cause you, re, you don't want to wrong arm in the bear as, as they say. So he's keeping outside arm and leg free. Oh, are you saying that Bertrand here is supposed to make this stop? The Mike Backer in the – they're literally in the old school 46 Chicago Bear D from the 80s, guys. They have three D tackles, two stand-up guys. You see DJ on the tight end and the other safety on the slot corners. Watts right here. You see Watts on the on the blue end right there in D. So the Bear. Mike Singletary, patience. You're plugging. I mean, there is no holes. They You patient, 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 and you're – basically your only read is the running back. Because every hole is just is plugged. So, so the answer is yes. Bertrand misses because look he at flies underneath. He flies underneath Marist, um, look, and he just gets caved. The read, like he is reading this guard, and 
Travion Henderson, there's just no one. Look, I mean, no. No, it's a great play because you're putting the other safety, the Bears safety, which is DJ Brown, number two. You're putting him on Stover. So now you're putting, you know, you're getting your other safety on the other side where you're going to run the counter to the other side. And then, I mean, it just comes down to Watts. It's like, you know, I don't sit here and lay blame on everyone. Obviously I could be wrong. They could be, Hey, you fit that, you fit that. But base thing, I thought JD attacked so fast where Henderson just showed he was running outside right from the get go. Yeah. I mean, it it showed the end zone copy where he's just, boom, he goes outside right away to kill. I mean, it comes down to Xavier Watts. Xavier Watts just make a tackle. There's even in the first half, multiple times, just missed tackle, missed tackle. I mean, Ben Morrison, when, when they dumped it to the one back, he easily could have tackled him short, whiffs, he gets the first down, extends the drive. So it was a, a handful of those. You know, yeah, the guy wrote, you know, here's one guy in the chat, Bertrand Slow. Yeah, he's not the fastest Mike. Yeah. You know, that's for sure. But it was, it was just a killer. I, I found it more interesting, like, because Notre Dame's playing their tails off, and you come out in halftime, and you're like, we're going to – they basically ran a goal line defense in the middle of the field. I don't understand that. Yeah. It's it's tricky because Notre – if you would have told us, Tim, Notre Dame gives up 17 to Ohio State, we're like, hell yeah. We'll, we'll take that. That's, a, that's probably a win, right? But it just seems situationally there's just so many screw-ups. Like overall – 17 points, you take that, right? But situationally, it just seemed like the defense was just bad in key moments. Key moments. You think that's fair? Just overall, yeah. it was good, but key moments, awful. Like play calling, alignment, 10 men, like what is going on? Well, that goes back to last year. I mean, you, you, you got the lead against Marshall and you let him go 95 yards. <sighs> You know, you, you you have him pinned inside the ten yard line. Ramon Henderson blows a coverage against Marshall on a boot pass, dumps it. The guy gets first down, and they go down and score. Stanford, the same thing. Notre Dame, you know, I mean, no, I mean, Notre Dame has the lead against Stanford, and it's like estimate fumbles, and and then the D Stanford gets the ball, they go down, kick field goal. So SC, you know, Notre Dame. Struggled in that first quarter on offense. Then Pine and those guys got rolling. Defense just never got to stop it. You know, against Caleb Williams, that's why he won the Heisman. So, yeah, I mean, multiple missed opportunities. Um, same thing Ohio State last year, right? Ohio State just ran the ball down Notre Dame's throat in the last quarter and a half of that game last year. So, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Frustrating. 
frustrating. I'd love to hear what Marcus Freeman had to say and just, um, you know, going back to some of the situational football in this game and man, just, dude, it's right there. And I think we could all sit here in the chat and, and talk on this thing once again, just like what the heck Notre Dame, <laughs> you, you had it teed up. Yeah. You, you know, it's not, it's not like we're talking about a, you know, 31-14 game, like what was that, the Alabama score, 31-7, whatever this game was in 2020, or the, you know, the ACC title game. I'm just going back a few years where you just lay an egg, you know, and you just play like crap. They played their tails off. They Obviously, did. home crowd and all that had it and didn't take it. I'm just like, you know, we haven't even gotten into Sam Hartman. Not yeah, that that's Sam Hartman's stats. Yeah, so this is the, by the way, for folks watching on YouTube, Please hit the thumbs up, by the way. I know this is not a game where you like it, but look, it's it's 1130. This, I mean, we don't ask for super chats. You guys donate to them. We're very thankful, but we do ask the thumbs up. So all you need to do is be logged into a YouTube account or Gmail. I think even transfers over. Just hit the thumbs up. Really helps us grow. Um, so yeah, Tim, um, let's talk about Hartman. I don't really know what to make about his performance yeah what was 17 at 25 175 yards touchdown um did he get sacked and unless they counted that set that play man where they don't hand off and he eats it yeah that's Notre Dame had it. That, yeah i mean they, Notre Dame, I, I mean counted that as a uh, I don't know why that would sack that should be a tfl because he can't it was a run play so it's not like it was yeah a they called it or anything yeah, there's this one with 412 left, right? Yeah. That's, so that's a killer because they've been running that crossbuck, you know, with the they've been running ISO up in the gut really good. Notre Dame, that's a big thing I wrote on the thing that the adjustment Notre Dame did was we're gonna run 21 personnel a lot. I mean, they did old school NFL playbook stuff today. Two backs, just one tight end. Barely saw Holden Stays today, by the way. That's an interesting thing. Or he's probably their best receiver yet. We did not see him. Maybe ten snaps, twelve at the most. I, and if it was, it was early in the game. Notre Dame got out of that. They probably just felt they couldn't block with the twelve personnel, so they did way more eleven, and then went two back with the with their cross buck action. But Hartman keeping that thing was a killer because it put them behind the chains and forced them to throw the you know throw a ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean Hartman, you know, let's sit here and. I, I just like it was like I well, there's nothing for him to throw to. Yeah, there's I can't no. think of anything where he was like, oh man, he kind of screwed up there, or I it it was I just it, it was situation. I can't, I can't I like on this on the fourth and one where he scrambled and then the sneak, I don't really I don't know if you blame him. Like it he seemed very calm. The moment wasn't too big for him, yeah, but it yeah, I think you're kind of – I think you hit the nail on the head, Tim. Like, there wasn't really any opportunities for him no. to make big plays. And no. um, it, it, another – go ahead, Tim. No, no, I was going to say, if anything, I mean, he's making a play on the on the opening drive where he gets stopped. He's – Notre Dame, by the way, came out. What You know, what a first drive, going down. He's showing his experience, picking him apart, moving the ball, running the ball, you know, all, all this good junk. And then – He's an inch short, which is – I thought he was going to – I mean, when that safety came out, I thought he was going to stop and just lob the ball over the head for a first down, and he kept it. No, the the fourth and inches where they gave it to him, it's like, dude, 
you know, put the ball, just put the ball in Esther May's hand, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, that's yeah. not, that's not Sam Hartman's fault that they didn't call that. No, I know. And he's no, I know. And he's not a scrambler. I mean, he's yeah, that was a tough one. Cause there's two unblocked safety. There's two unblocked defenders on the edge is, is what happens. And they just get, you know, and they just come up and fit like crazy on him. So it's, it's one of those things, man. Had he done it to the other side? Cause they were, over, they had a huge hole in the C gap had they just given it Tim there's like 90 things I want to get to and things just keep popping up I'm like oh yeah that, that's that I want to talk oh. to that BJ says I'm an outsider but coming in here. BJ ahead. says I was under the assumption Notre Dame is going to use Hartman as a focal point which is what I wanted to talk about next Tim when you Notre Dame like there was not that many drives in this football game right I mean I feel like nine usually gets to at least 10 right there is right. um by the way, a great stat because Ryan Day's been complaining. Oh, wait, about... wait, sorry. This is, but they're counting this last play, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah. really eight, eight drives. But maybe it's seven. Do you, you don't count the downs before halftime where they're. Oh, so, okay. There. So, yeah. So Take it's really seven. Now, Tim, let me, let me go on a spiel real quick. Look at the time of possession. Eight minute drive here. Oh, yeah. Seven minute drive here. Six and a half minute drive. Ohio State. I felt like Notre Dame and Ohio State basically played the same games. Ohio yes. State was just able to chuck it around a little bit more. Yep. Seven minute drive for Ohio State. It seemed like both teams were just kind of like, yeah, we're, we'll just play. Let's just play some old school ball. Let's let's eat the clock. That Tim. That first half. I remember with three and a half minutes left. It was like an hour, or like hour came off the, uh, it was like 8.30 Eastern. This first half was about to go an hour. And then the last three minutes, of course, took a half hour or something. But yeah. All right, Tim, I'm going to let you go on a spiel real quick. Okay. I need to go use the restroom real quick. Just yeah, to number ahead. one. Tim, can you, can you handle me? Just or yeah, handle go for it. Go for it. I'll, I'll, okay. take, I'll take one in, a, in 10 minutes. How's that? All right. Thanks, um, yeah. Just going off of what, you know, Mike was saying, the efficiency of the game was, you know, you had no, you know, you had no turnovers. You know, guys were catching the ball pretty much on both sides. A lot of, a lot of short routes. I mean, look at Hartman's here. Average, you know, average completion. What pass was only seven yards. So a lot of dinking and dunking. Um, you know, rolling from there. So that just keeps the clock going. The same thing with Ohio State. A lot of running the ball. A lot of run game efficiency from both teams. Uh, Ohio State was really good running the ball in the first half. They were almost 60%. Notre Dame was 60%, 64% in the first half. So that leads up to the efficiency that was going on in the first half. That's why it was so fast. You know, those, some of those new clock rules, you know, it speeds up the game. But I, uh, as I was about ready to say, I saw a stat with Ohio State. Someone had broken down, you know, Ryan Day's complaining they're losing plays. They're only they're only averaging two plays less than they, than they had done last year. So – the clock rules aren't as dramatic as it seems because there's still a lot of commercials. You still get your breaks in. It's just the game is just flowing faster. But um, you know, I know everyone's mentioning the ten players. Yeah, it's. Did you know that, Tim? Did you know that? Um, because if you don't check the chat, I mean, they'll let you know. Real, I mean. No, I mean, I I, I didn't sit there and hit um, I didn't sit there and hit pause and whatnot because no, I was no, like, no, I, I, I heck am I gonna do this show? Notre Dame just blew. It's like just. I meant that as a joke because that's what we're getting uh, every two seconds. Uh, where the slack singer? I am wearing uh, shorts that I've had since the tenth grade of high school. Or, yeah, grade. But the ten guys on the field is going to be interesting because 
what happened the play before, you know? So that means also someone came off. It was back-to-back. Back. So it's more like the, the play before yeah, the like, last play. They had back-to-back yeah. back of 10 men on the field. That's crazy. Yeah. So someone came off. Uh, it's you know, more than, you know, because they were in Aztec, you know, the Aztec package. Mm-hmm. So no one just ran down there. But, um, yeah, a great question that, you know, Harvey just put in here. Do you think you have enough depth on the D-line? Not a lot of rotation. I'll be interested to see what they did. Rubio had a one or two big plays, but didn't see him a lot. I mean, Baptiste, if Nana played uh, as three snaps, because I don't think I saw him, Baptiste played all night, Botello played all night, Burnham got out there just a hair, never saw Tuli Alamaca, Mills, never saw G- Jason Anye. If he played, it was once again one or two snaps, and I didn't even pay attention to him. Yeah. Linebackers all played the entire game. Um, rolling from there, Maris and JD never came off the field. So, yeah, rotation was really nil. Nil, it was nothing. It was basically yeah. nothing. These are our dudes. We're going to go play. And the same thing with Ohio State. They they played their dudes all game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Baptiste had a good game. I mean, but, I mean, he played a lot of energy, a lot of heart, man. That guy played. I have not been a big fan of him. Uh, he's, he's just not, you know, he's not a big time pass rush type guy, but energy. And fire that guy. I mean, obviously, he's playing his old team, Ohio State, so he's going to bring it. And he played his ass off, man. One sack. And I think it was on the intentional grounding. I guess that counts as a sack. Oh, okay. Yes. Elho. Yeah. Damn. Um, all right. More super chats, uh, but I got to yeah, pay some bills um, so people don't yell at me. Um, and uh, I was actually during the game, I was wearing an Augie's locker room shirt. So I feel like this is pretty timely. Um, so, folks, I, when you were in town, uh, maybe for the Ohio State game or whenever you are in town next, I really hope you stop by Augie's, uh, Augie's locker room. It's uh, definitely a place that you got to check out. Um, you know, even look, I don't know if Augie would want me to say this, but if you just you just need to go in there and look at it. Like you need to experience Augie's locker room if you have never done so. A wide selection of Notre Dame Stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, and one of a kind rocking items. You can find exclusive Joe Montana signed items and famous sculptor Jerry McKenna's replicas of the bronze stadium. Excuse me, of the bronze statues that you'll find around the stadium. Augie gets new stuff in all the time. If he doesn't have it in store, Augie will go find it for you. Visit Augie at 1811 South Bend Avenue and see the vintage helmet display dating back to 1890. He's got some amazing stuff, folks, and always new items, so you're going to want to check it out. Visit AugieSLockerRoom.com. Don't call him right now, but maybe during some normal business hours. Give him a a ring, 574-277-6363. That's AugieSLockerRoom.com. Okay. Um, this can yeah. I? Please, uh, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here looking at the stats, and I, you know, I, I know we could sit here and talk about one or two things for 16 hours, but what? I am not the biggest fan, Mike, as you know, of a Mr. Chris Tyree. Where in the did he pull his hamstring after that catch? Never saw him again. I mean, what do you have? A 25 yard catch, 25 yard catch, great play. Never saw Chris Tyree, and uh, it's. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying Chris Tyree's the the answer to the prayers because whatnot, but I know in my in my in my video I did the other day or our Wednesday night show, you know the mega show for 12 hours that we talked. It's like Chris Tyree. That's the one guy who has more speed than anyone on the field. Never saw the guy. Yeah. So that's a that's a biggie. I'm just going through some of my sticky notes. See how people want to chat about it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Mecca can't be covered. We, we saw that. Um, interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> but run game, man, run game was Notre Dame offensive line played their butts off. And that was impressive times 10. They really yeah. were. They yep. played unbelievable. They man. kept Hartman upright. They were able to just such a weird game. Like Hartman looked good. The running game looked good, right? How the wow. hell did they score 14 points? Driving, I had this in my notes. Driving the ball down the field was not the issue. Let me pull up the drive charts. Oh, they killed the clock. What was the I mean, look at this. possession? 14 plays, 71 yards, downs, right? Seven plays, 39 yards, missed, right? You you have 32 yards here, but at least it wasn't a three and out. 32 yards, um, yeah. Eight for 36, downs, touchdown, touchdown. And then, it's, oh, Timothy. Timothy Hyde, um, dying. No, you guys, the last man. drive where they don't burn those timeouts. That last drive, man. I, I'm oh, gonna have visions of that screen, that screen for the rest of my life because that dude. I, I don't even know. I didn't even write down who they were throwing it to. Was it Price or it was some? I mean, it's, it's a freaking. It's a, if it's not a touchdown, it's going for 68 yards. How's that? And the game's over. Uh, Tim, there's just so many things where Notre Dame was so close. So close. You know, and it any was, of these things, any yeah. of them, and this Notre is, Dame, and Notre Dame wins. I mean, if Notre Dame yeah. kicks the field goal on the first drive, it's my sticky note. Where is Tyree? There we go. Like, I'm just no, no. The field goal, yeah, no, exactly. The field goal on the opening drive. If they're not an inch short there, the 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 inches stuff was just a great drive by Notre Dame, and they just don't get it. I mean. Tim, Tim, the first quarter, I tweeted out Notre Dame looks like the much better team, right? Tim, they look significantly better. And I, I would, I, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I, yeah, and yeah, you know, as they always say, the you know the the team that makes the you know the most plays and the fewest mistakes over the course of sixty minutes usually wins. And the Buckeyes. Had a few more plays. They did. They had a few more plays, and um, and that goes back to Notre Dame just not finishing a couple things or just having, you know, and you know we've been talking. I mean, we've been talking about the strength of Sam. Let's get back to Sam Hartman here. The strength yeah. of Hartman is utilizing his five guys, right? Finding yeah. the open guy, you know. And I mean, let's be honest. Outside of NZ State, you know, it's been scrimmages. So that's been easier to do. Today, those guys would just be like, I'm going to take you out. I'm going to take you out. And he found, you know, Tyree on the one. He found Evans. I mean, what was Evans, guys? Seven catches. Look at his seven catches for 75 yards. Hell of a game you know, for him. You're not going to beat an elite football team where your tight end and the next, the, Mike, the next receiver is Rico Flores with three. Rico Flores is not a blazer. So, yeah, that's, that's the guy. You had Mitch Evans with seven, Rico Flores with three, Great House with two, Payne with two. Where the heck are the wide receivers? So, and that's Hartman. Like, who can I go to? And we've yeah. always talked. Well, you don't need a Michael Floyd. You don't need a Tate. You don't need a Claypool. Fuller. We'll spread it around. That was the hope. But tonight showed Notre Dame. You do need a dude when it crunch time. Ohio State had a dude. Yeah. Hey Tim, yeah. I got. I need 30 seconds for you on this because I got like 15 super chats queued up. So you do think it was more about the receivers not getting open than it was Hartman just not finding them? Yeah, I'm just, you know, once again, watching it live and 
you know, you know, the few things I, I got to rewind and they, it, I thought NBC did a great job showing the back of Hartman, seeing what he sees a handful of times. And you just saw Buckeyes covering dudes down. Yeah. Well, I'm drinking coffee right now. Um, I don't have, it's not an Irish coffee. Um, well, probably should be, but um, hope you guys are all well. Just hang in there, hang in there. Um, I just wanted to pop this up real quick. Um, look, town's headed in the right direction. You young guys are huge contributors. I mean, look, Flores and Greathouse are two leading receivers. I mean, those guys look really good. They're just true freshmen. Um, there, there, there's still so much talent. I, I mean, that, there's still reason to be very, very excited. But right now, we're all gutted for sure. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, five catches for sixty yards combined. I mean, yeah. And a touchdown. So, I mean, so they had five catches for sixty yards, com- and then you have this. Col- I mean, uh, I mean, I obviously, I mean, Colsey. Colsey's on a Mills Col- Col- carton right now, Tim. We got to find him. Once again, Tobias. You know, he catches the six-yard little dump pass to the inch-yard line. Um, Jaden Thomas, one for seven. Yeah, you know, one. Yeah, you know, one for seven, and everyone thinks he's an All-American. So. He got locked down. He got he got stuffed. He did. So he's he's there. there there's one play. Uh, oh, it was on the the block or whatever. He just looked slow as could be against that. Uh, 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 it was on a run where he ended up blocking. God, he looked slow. But um, all right. Uh, Miguel with the super chat says special teams also won the game for Ohio State. Wish Brian Mason stayed. Um. Well, they had the great kickoff return. I got it. Uh, that was a yeah. that was a big kickoff return. Yeah. Um, punt punt game was unbelievable. They had what they pinned two punts, I believe. Yeah, there's that one that dropped inside the five, and Tyree oh. lets it go, and it just bounces. Yeah, yeah, the Ohio State did do well two. in special teams. Yeah, they uh, had and two, then of course, right? with their kickoff or their their field goal, which Spencer yeah. Trader can hit those. Um, so that goes, that goes back to Urban Meyer, man. Urban Meyer made the Buckeyes like the elite unit of. Uh, Special teams like crazy, so oh yeah. $20 super chat here from uh relic. Maybe that's how you're pronouncing this. Really appreciate this, my friend. He says there's a lot of little things you can pick apart for both teams, but the edge for Ohio State may be the recruiting slash talent they have accrued over the years. Where Notre Dame is still working to get an elite level in recruiting slash development. I I mean, for sure. I mean, I, I think you kind of see that we're Notre Dame's best receivers, although not burners, right, Tim? Notre Dame still needs to be able to stretch the fielders. But those are your best two receivers on the night. They're both true freshmen. I mean, there's so much reason for optimism. You look at Ohio State with Marvin Harrison Jr. and and Emeka Agbuka, outstanding. And that's that's recruiting. So I I think Notre Dame still still might just be a a year away. Um, Tim, that that was such a key to the game for me was, you know, Ohio State, I feel like didn't come after Hartman as much, but Tim, I was like, can can Notre Dame's receivers get open? And they didn't. So, but yeah, really, really appreciate the super chat. No, oh, I got so many passes, like Ambuka, Emeka's just so many deep crossers, just like toying. They went after Harper like it was going out of style tonight. So, I mean, they really just picked on, it was a combination of just Harper, Watts, DJ, Whoever was the dude down, they were going to go after one of those three yeah. all night long. So, Tim, we're going to go through these super chats, and then I want to go back. This is what I always we do keys of the game. We don't re, like for our Friday video. 
I figured let's go back to the keys and kind of look at the keys to the game and how Notre Dame fared. So I think that'll be interesting um, to do. So Nikki D21 says, I feel like if Notre Dame was in the position that OSU was in and was on the one yard line, OSU would have stopped us or caught a break somehow. That's, that's, um, <laughs> that's a Notre Dame fan talking right there. Yeah, Just... Nikki, a high five. Cause that's exactly. Cause it's like, you not winning these damn games. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, exactly. Exactly, yeah. man. This game, seriously, man, it's, it, it, it is a carbon copy of, of, uh, Oh five USC. It really is. When you start looking at, you know, obviously the score is higher, but, that the stakes were just as high. The energy was just as high. The crowd, the recruits, the plays that didn't get made, the plays that did get made. It's, um, it's, <laughs> oh my God, it feels like 05. And it just stinks because Notre Dame, once again, could have been the talk of the country. And now it's same old Notre Dame. Yeah, they look good and tough. You know, went out and we'll see what happens. It's same old thing. Then they'll be the four seed, go play Georgia and enjoy a one and done in the playoffs if they, if they get the four seed, let's say, yeah, you know, because they, I mean, SC is going to be a, a nightmare just to to defend. If we thought Ohio State had dudes. Wait till we see SC has guys. They're going to just destroy Notre Dame safeties. <sighs> but I'll be positive, Mike. I'll be positive. All right, Nikki. Appreciate the super chat. We'll uh, we'll keep going through these. Um, really appreciate the support tonight, guys. Uh, starting three says if Notre Dame won, I would forget about estimates like a touches. What about that? Um, yeah, 14. Um, so, uh, let's see. We had, uh, love go eight for 57. I mean, you can't really, I mean, he looked great. So price three for 22 pain six, six for 18 and a touchdown. I mean, maybe you take away a couple of pains and give them the estimates, give an estimate, but otherwise, and, and Ford had a couple, but otherwise, I mean, it was more about Notre Dame just only having 64 plays in a game. Um, but no, it's it's interesting because they really trusted Payne at some key moments, and um, and more so, I thought Love at some key moments, which was fascinating. Yeah, estimate estimate had the you know a couple nice runs today, but. Yeah, you, you know, he, he didn't seem like he was going to be the dude at the, you know, in the fourth quarter, which I found interesting. I still don't understand, Mike. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning, make breakfast for the kids, and they're going to be like, Dad, what happened? Uh, I thought Hartman would keep it on a QB keeper on inches instead of give it to the guy with the, the big arms and shoulders and and go win it or go get it. But, um, yeah, here is um, the field goal that made it 31 nothing. Aztec, DJ Brown. Could have had an interception. It's like, you know, the one right before halftime. He had twice that poor guy. Six-year senior is going to be kicking himself. I'm trying to find the one corner blitz. The yeah. corner blitz where they let that guy wide open, runs it down for 40 yards. Yeah. Tyler's oh. little brother says, can we – that's his YouTube name, by the way, guys. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about the egregious corner blitz by – yeah, went for – I had written down. 40 yards. Went for 40. It, it went for 40. No, it's, you know, you know, my girls, busted coverage. Oh, yeah. It was DJ Brown. It looked like when you rewatch it, it looked like that should have been Brown's guy. That was on third and five. Notre Dame's up 14 to 10. Yeah. And yeah. then, Tim, like a player or two later, Bertrand is lined up in the slot against Travion Anderson. 
wheel route, pass interference, Ohio State's at the 20. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the, the push fade or, you know, the slot fade, whatever you want to call it. They did that earlier in the game, too. They tried to hit Harrison, and it got uh, broken up. But push fade, man, boom. That's that's a tough one. And Notre Dame matches up with their personnel, so running back on linebacker, but J.D. out there. You know, it looked like 2021 Cincinnati, right, where J.D. kept having to cover slots and got torched in that game. So, This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yeah, right here. I mean, Theodore, put his up. I, I agree, my good friend. I agree. Um, go back to that line. I mean, do you have the drive chart? Can you pull up the action? The chart, right? The plays? Go to that like last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to that last one. I mean, they hit. Isn't that? Yeah, go to that real quick. So the uh, the Notre Dame one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Notre Dame one. Hold on. Let me see. I I, I was losing my mind at the end. I don't think I charted it. <laughs> I did uh, But, uh, yeah, yeah, didn't they start? They started that drive with a pass. Yeah, right? yeah. It was empty. Flores. Empty. Yeah. Yeah, hit, hit Flores. And then you go right back down, which – Rico Flores, great job, stayed in bounds, you know, kept that clock going. And then you got, yeah, rush up the middle, estimate the Hartman. The, the next play is, 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 is the killer, man. He doesn't hand off the damn football, you know? Tim, I'm going to, I got to mute myself. I got to send a voice message real quick. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. And then, yeah, as, as we just make the screen a little bit bigger if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's perfect right there. Yeah, that last drive uh, from the Super Chat. Yeah, Rico right there, that's just to be aggressive, you know, because you still had, you know, a bunch of time on the clock. So you're trying to just get first downs rolling right there. Audric up the middle, you know, the middle, gain first down, another for back-to-back first downs. That's the thing. It's like Rico, catch it for nine yards, right? And keep the clock going. Estimate gets nine. Run for nine, damn it. And, um, oh, that was a killer. And then uh, the loss of five. That's first and ten. You got all the momentum in the world. Did they try and get too cute with the cross buck and they, he missed the handoff, you know, do you just go bam, straight handoff, go get yards, kill time. That's that play right there is a killer. And then, um, God, man, the second, and, uh, yeah, second and yeah. Second right there. The, the screen, the screen's wide open and they run it on third down. I'm telling you guys, go back and watch that screen. You are going to just be like, holy moly. Yeah. There's a wall out there, and he's gone. He is gone. That's a kill. And they had to run it on third to make him burn another timeout. But the fact that the ball was incomplete and screen passes, Hartman's been really good with those, man. It's just a quick little dump. And JT, who'd been very quiet. I'm curious. Let me pull up some Ohio State stats here. You know, he's their – Future first round pick. He had six tackles, had the half a TFL, had the pass breakup, which is the screen, which is the screen. That's a heck of a play by him, man. Heck of a play. 
Proctor played good. Ransom. Wasn't Ransom the safety that Brian Kelly just never called? And <laughs> I remember reading this like years ago. I'm sure some guys in the chats will remember. Latham Ransom visited Notre Dame. Brian Kelly just never chatted with them. And he goes to Ohio State and they hype him up, high five him. He's like, what the hell? So I think I think I remember reading that, but you know, we'll you know, we'll see. You know, we'll see if someone else uh, finds that. Yep, folks, please do like the stream. Um, as as Matt says here, uh, still got lots to talk about. Yeah, no, I mean, no big plays. Jack Sawyer went one on one ninety nine percent of the time with Joe Alt. Didn't get much. Um, couple pressures against Alt, uh, just on some twists. And all, but once again, these are NFL guys, man. You're going to give up one and. I bet you all it was 90% the way I watched him. He was outstanding. I thought Fisher had his best game. Dude, there's one run play. Oh, my God. Fisher buries Steel Chambers, their middle linebacker. I, oh, my God, that poor guy. Right. <laughs> He's going to have 54 on his chest for the next week. Uh. All right, Tim, we got we to gotta get through some of these super Yeah, yeah, throw them up, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Uh, Nez Tyson says Notre Dame lost because when something worked for them, the head coach, offensive coordinator, and defense coordinator went from it, went away from it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know what was, I don't know. I, it's hard to say Parker called a good game because they scored 14 points, but I thought they called a good game. I thought they, I thought they kept Ohio State so off balance at times, and they I just, just you know, I just, Mike, Mike, you follow recruiting, yeah. Much. They don't have a dude. They don't. They don't. This is be brutally honest. They don't. Merriweather's not there yet. Love him. Not there yet. Why? Been there two years. What? I mean, what's he doing? Chilling? It's like he, I, don't I know. thought he's some four or five guy. Or four, four. It's like I thought he's some blazer. He can't run a vert route ever. It's dude. It's great. It's it's crazy. It, it just is how there's no one to go vertical and stretch a field ever, and that's um. I'm sure Mr. Goolsby will talk about that tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, Mike, tomorrow night, Mike Goolsby show uh, should be 8 p.m. Eastern. So. You know, I'll I talked all I talked during the week, especially on our, our message board. I kept talking about oh, watch Ohio State runs outside zone more than anyone. They love outside zone, and those were their big run plays today. Notre Dame just you know wasn't fitting with just two backers second quarter. They do a lot of three backers that come out in the third quarter, go bare and boom touchdown. So Tim, I got a, I got a call. I'm I'm just going to predict something. I want everyone to remember this right here. I'm just, I'm just going to throw this out there. And if it sticks, you'll, you'll remember this. All right, Tim, I need you to implant this in your brain. I think golden, this is his last season at Notre Dame prediction here. I think Freeman in year three goes back to calling plays. He's going to be the defense coordinator. That's my bold prediction for next year. I think Golden goes. He's going to go take some NFL job or get some head coaching job in college or something. And I think Freeman then calls plays. It's bold. Okay. Throw that out there. You want to know the last head coach to do that? Bob Davey. So uh, don't uh, let's don't jinx from uh, one DC the head coach to another DC the head coach who takes over play calling after a couple of years. But um, Nikki, that's, uh, that's a tough one. Nikki D twenty one says Golden did a good job, but just think another DC could get a little more out of the defense enough to be the difference. Parker called a good game. Again, I'm really struggling with this Notre Dame offense, Tim. I need to watch this game back to be like, oh, 
they just move the ball so well. Yeah. They just could have put points on the board. I'm so no, I mean, you, I mean, Mike, I mean, you have multi, I mean, you you get red zone opportunities, no points, There's no points. They get no points. I mean, it goes back to the there open drive. Coolsby DC. Let's do it. And, uh, no, the yeah, I mean, I mean, they got you know the super chat says Golden's not getting much out of them. I they just held Ohio State to seventeen who scored on their la- last play of the game. Um, it's Tim. This game they're very so limited at spots. They're it's limited in spots. Because Notre Dame scores 14 overall. We're happy with the offense. Ohio State scores 17, right? Notre Dame keeps them under 20. We're like, yeah, defense. Like, it's just so weird. You would think it'd be like, offense sucks. Defense is great. But the vibe is kind of opposite. We're more disappointed in the defense and situations. And the offense, we're disappointed, of course, as well, because of, yeah. you know, the fourth down stuff. But still, um, no, you got to – because they didn't finish the damn game. They didn't finish the game. Yeah. That's the killer. What is this? Was it just Starting me or Parker play calling as intimidated as Coach – talking about Klein, the Kansas State guy? I don't know. I've watched zero plays of Kansas State this year, so I have no idea. Sorry, three. We appreciate all the love tonight, and I think I got another super chat from you. I queued this one up from Griffin. He says, so no cultural ball hopes – uh, really anymore with Hartman. I, I would disagree. I think the Notre still on the table, and I think they're in. Um, because dude, Clemson lost today. That is a damn good two and two football team. Clemson, that I think when Notre Dame goes into Clemson, I think that's gonna be a really good win if the Irish do that. And you still got USC at home. So I am not poo-pooing on Notre Dame. In the top of college football, like I mean, look at the teams have already lost. Alabama's already lost. Like I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing on Notre Dame's college football playoff hopes. Obviously, losing against Ohio State is going to hurt. Uh, no. I've known Griffin. I've known him for maybe ten years. I've known this kid. Yeah, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but I've known him since he was probably in middle school. Uh, went to my church in Florida. So just want to okay. say hello, Griffin. It's pretty cool to see him in here. Um, well, well, okay. Well, let's be honest. Now you start talking about playoffs, so you're going to go playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Big Ten is going to be the Ohio State, Ohio State, Michigan winner. One's going to get in, and if Ohio State loses that, they could probably be the four seed like they were last year because they beat Notre Dame. So that pushes yeah. Notre Dame out. So we, you need Penn State to beat one of those two is what you need. Yeah, I'm just talking strictly on what Notre Dame can do. They're going to need help now. Yeah, the, that's team that's, sure. the teams that's got some freakazoids is Oregon and Washington. I don't know if they play next week or in two weeks. My God, they'll both those teams have. Mike, Mike, you follow recruiting. Can't, why, why can't Notre Dame get wide receivers at Oregon, Washington have? I mean, what the heck? They got dudes that could fly. Notre Dame has a bunch of guys that run hitches. You know, God, frustrating, man. Uh, Matt Irish says need better D-line play and more than 14 points against USC. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. That's, uh, that's a great point, Matt, for sure. Without a doubt. Yeah. Nah, nothing to add there. Matt, no. appreciate the super chat. That is, uh, oh, yeah, that's that's for sure. Every time I pop up the live chats, 10 players, 10 players, 10 players, 10 players. Gosh, that is. Yeah, and it's. People just. But Notre, you know what? But Notre Dame's not in there. If, if they get another first down on that drive and the game's over and they make Ryan Day use his timeout, Notre Dame didn't make him use his timeout. If they get the fourth and inches, get a first down, they go down, kick field goal, kick field goal. You know what I mean? You got. DJ Brown is this year's Pete Burchage from 1993 against BC, which is going to be that play is going to last forever. 
That, yeah. I feel so bad for that kid, man. Ugh. But that goes back to – Man. I mean, Mike, let's get back to players, right? The fact that – I mean, Mike's going to talk – Goolsby's going to talk about this tomorrow night. The fact He's that D.J. Brown is a six-year senior and you have to have him on the field, that means there's no one else who's been recruited the last couple of years that's a dude to play. So you have to play D.J. Brown, as we know, has been – He's a, he's a solid average football player. He's, he's, he's not a difference maker. So, and uh, that's the guy that you're pinning your hopes on, a six-year DJ Brown. Because what in the world have you done at safety? Their safeties are ex-offensive guys, you know, and you have to get a transfer from Oklahoma State who got abused a lot tonight in Harper from Oklahoma State. He just got beat up underneath all game long. All right. Uh, if you missed it, by the way, uh, Notre Dame landed a new commitment right after the game. Uh, CJ May, uh, 2025 four-star edge. Um, I remember talking to him after he visited in the summer, and I was like, holy crap, this, this is like a Notre Dame kid. But this this commitment, to my knowledge, was a surprise. Um, Notre Dame was not expecting this one. So four-star player, 6'4", 225. Um, we'll definitely have more coverage about this and so much more on the recruiting weekend on Sunday. See, um, see a family of the, the maze that went to North Carolina basketball family. I have no idea. I'm just throwing it out there. I have no idea. So I just think of may, I know they had some basketball players over the years go to UNC. So I have no idea. Tota beast, uh, says what loss hurts more? Oh, five, 2014 or this one for USC, 05, 2014 FSU. I mean, all of them suck, my good friend. Are you kidding me? Um, SC, <laughs> SC's Dwayne Jarrett on fourth and freaking nine. Holy crap, man. Once again, make him play. You know, but that's a Heisman winner. SC, uh, at Florida State's one of the all-time worst ones because you have the you know, defending national champs, the Heisman winner on the road. I love when Notre Dame plays at Florida State. I love that crowd. I visited Florida State, me and my wife, a few years ago, just doing a little Southern trip on spring break. What a campus atmosphere. And Florida State's pretty awesome. She has a relative that lives down there in the Panhandle. And um, that, that one sucks because that that's one of the loudest road games I've ever heard on, on TV with Notre Dame. And then, yeah, this one, all three of them. Put them in a jar, blend them up, and they're all the same. They hurt like heck because it was the last, basically at the end of both game, all three of these, to where you could have finished it. I mean, you could add 2015 Clemson. I know Clemson was number 12 at the time. They weren't as they were moving their way up. But that one sucks, losing by two on the road. And the it's this one. It's this one. Maybe I mean maybe a five year. I mean no. O five SC is the. The worst loss ever is the yeah. 93 BC. Yeah, yeah this one. Though, me, believe me, there's plenty in the 60s and 70s that yeah. Notre Dame lost and, to Purdue and, and SC. We were kid. saying on Wednesday shows, like, this is the biggest game since 05 USC. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, we're loving light. Dro- dropped a two-large super chat. I- I've seen you in the chat. I, I don't know. Yeah, what, throw what anything that. out there. Yeah, he's been yeah, chatting we'll, away. Yeah, we've been chatting away. Sorry, Mr. Mirish your comments. Um, but, uh, yeah, really do appreciate the support. Uh, Demont, Mr. Food Lover, $5 super chat. So sorry, I don't want to hear O-line you or tight end you until we win a chip. That is your prerogative, my friend. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. 
I mean, those. I'll tell you what; those two positions played their butts off. Tonight. Well, we're not the problem tonight. They we're not the problem. To you, you know, and you know why they're. I mean, they're tight in you over the the history, but they're tight in you recently because they haven't been wide receiver you. So, man, I'm gonna. Yeah, people don't like at me when I always talk about SEC speed on the perimeter. People hate when I say that, Mike, but it's so damn true. So, it's true. Got to get some dudes outside. I hope Cam Williams is as fast and as athletic as his high school film is. Yeah, appreciate the uh, the super chats. Uh, another one. Um, oh well, here here here's here's our boy. He says the coaching staff was a detriment to this team on both sides of the ball in the four minute drill. Ten players on the field is unforgivable. So, yeah, I think you you we're. Everyone gets some blame here. The coaches, special teams, offense, defense, everyone. Everyone could have done significantly better. Um, so Yeah, no, the four-minute – I mean, that's that's going back to where I, I talked about that a few minutes ago, that four-minute drive, man. They got – it sucks because you got back-to-back first downs. So you get the ball back at four minutes. I mean, if Notre Dame gets one more play, they're going to be just ripping Ryan Day for running the jet sweep against um, – you know, the jet sweep to a Mecca, which got stuffed down there. Notre Dame gets the ball back. It's four minutes to go. You're thinking this is the moment. You're going to finally beat Ohio State for the first time since, you know, you know, before World War II, for crying out loud. And you get first down catch Rico Flores. First down run, Andre Castame. You got, boom, you got all the momentum in the world, Mike. The game is over. All the momentum in the world. Had those guys run for nine yards instead of 11. The clock's chewing using timeouts tell you man this game's over they get that ball back with 30 seconds the game's over it's crazy man it's crazy appreciate the super chat um yeah i think we talked about this one run run three times and force osu to use all the time yeah i got into that a little bit yep theodore it's time to sit bertrand kaiser and marist and play the young town linebacker sneed had the only juice in the front seven really nice uh batted ball um, I think that was to force a turnover on downs, if I recall correctly. The, or was that the field goal? No, that was the field goal, I think. Yeah, the field okay, goal. Okay, to stop a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, no, Sneed's an athlete. It's funny. I've been I've been talking about that lately. Like, I think they're wasting their time teaching him to play linebacker. I think he should be the Micah Parsons. He should be on the perimeter just bringing heat. He is – I mean, he almost got the sack with Patello on the, on the grounding one. He is – that dude's an athlete outside, so I think they're wasting time. I could be wrong on that. He could, you know, you know, be you know Jalen Sneed next year at Will linebacker. I don't think so. He's he's a he's an outside edge guy that could bring it. So, you know, and as far as playing other linebackers, yeah, there's some fits, man. They just don't fit. It just clogs up. God, there's because what they do is when they either blitz Marist. He blew up some plays on blitzes, but when they either blitz him or JD, they slide the backer over the top because it's a form of TNT is what it is. It's a 3-3 stack blitz scheme. You're creating havoc inside, stacking a mic backer so the guys slide off of each other to read. Going back to the touchdown play where JD fits too much and Henderson runs it outside. There's one run Henderson rips off. Where Mar- they blitz JD in the A gap, Maris comes over the top to the right. They're running to the left. Well, his responsibility is to the right, and it's just fr- it's frustrating sometimes. Um, some of the insertions and and they don't have a safety to help fit. So I, I could talk run fits for you know three weeks, man. It's frustrating. 
Beefstick says, guess I'm glad I didn't call off work for this one. Uh, I I mean, man. God, I don't know, man. That was a great game. Minutes. I mean, as a college football fan, I mean, yeah, you got to watch that one back if you get to watch it, Beefstick. Uh, J Mart says, worst game OSU or the USC uh, push gate game? Uh, yeah, the, the Bush push game hurts bad. Yeah, you, you, you think USC, Tim? Oh, yeah, because that's a – Notre Dame takes care of business that game. They're – I mean, even though they lost to MSU in overtime earlier in the year, dude, they're playing for a national title possibly. Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, they went out. They win the rest of the games. They, or they, you, they're Notre the, Dame beats Ohio State. They're in the, the title game this year. Exactly. But, you know, they're the cat's meow in 2005, man. Everyone loved Charlie Weiss coming from the Pats and Brady Quinn and all that stuff. They handle SC. Brady Quinn probably – well, that was Reggie Bush's year 05. He was a free. Yeah. But Brady Quinn may win the damn Heisman just because Notre yeah. Dame's there, right? He may take it away because they beat SC. Oh, yeah. that Man, that SC one just because of what SC was. See, that, that, that Pete Carroll team of 05 is one of the greatest – you know, obviously Vince Young beat them. That's one of the greatest college football teams in the history of college football. This Ohio State team's not one of the best teams of all time. So SC is still brutal. This one's this one hurts, man. This one's up there. I mean, this is 2014 FSU is the other guy brought. Kicking the pants. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, please do hit the thumbs up. If you are new here, please do subscribe to our channel. We do these post-game shows after every Notre Dame game, and we have content daily on Notre Dame football on our YouTube channel shows five days a week, these live shows five days a week, um, other content covering recruiting and post uh, Marcus Schumann press conference stuff. So seriously, so much um, covering Notre Dame right here on our YouTube channel. And please do head over to blueandgold.com as well. You can sign up just $1 um, for one month. You can get you in the door to join our blue and gold community. Tim, we're going to hear from our last sponsor for today's show. Um, and it's definitely a really neat one uh, with, with Barb Stevenson. You could check out her work at barbstevenson.com. Um, so, folks, this is uh, this is what you need to know about Barb. If you're looking for a really unique gift for yourself um, or a Notre Dame fan in your life, well, you're going to want to look no further than the beautiful artwork um, of Barb Stevenson. She lives near the University of Notre Dame and has been inspired to create pen and inks of the iconic buildings throughout campus. In fact, she's even uh, been commissioned by the university uh, many times to create artwork of those classic buildings um, to give as special gifts. And now she has a selection of four Notre Dame limited pen and ink prints um, she is offering to our listeners here at Blue and Gold. And what makes each pen and ink so unique um, and one of a kind um, is the hand-painted metallic gold she applies to each one. They are simply stunning. To purchase and view Bob's art, visit her website, barbstevenson.com. That's B-A-R-B-S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-O-N.com. Or you can give her a call, uh, maybe not right now, if you're watching live because it's past midnight, um, but you can give Barbara a call during normal business hours at 574 Eight, eight. Again, folks, that's barbstevenson.com. Uh, if you order now, you will receive free shipping anywhere in the continental United States. So please do check that out and uh, let her know that Blue Gold sent Wow. There's, um, I, I just, I haven't jumped on Twitter in like eight hours. I just jumped on and Marcus Freeman said he didn't want to take a penalty of rushing a defensive end into the field without a timeout. 
said he didn't want to give Ohio State a free shot. Wow. So he knew it. He knew there was 10 out there. And they had no timeouts. I... Wow. Interesting. Um, the, the stats, I, I'm just scrolling real quick. Uh, Tim, while you're scrolling, uh, Zachary with the Super Chat said, went to the last two Ohio State Notre Dame bowl losses, and this game was undeniably took a step forward, unlocked another recruiting level, which will uh, get the monkey off the back. So, Zachary, appreciate the positivity, my friend. I don't um, recognize you, so I hope to see you in uh, more of our YouTube shows, my friend. I was there too, Zach. Uh, <laughs> they stunk losing both those games. Uh, yeah, the 05 one after the 05 season. It was a tough one, man. It was a tough one. Yeah, that was a that was a war because Zibby returns it, calls it back, and then they just boom, they go right down and score, man. That was that was a tough one. That was a tough one. Leave, leaving that, leaving that, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, we talked about it the other night. Ohio State fans are just not cool. I can't wait to see some of the Ryan Day. He's blowing up Twitter. I guess he just went off after the game, so that that'll be interesting. Hey, he's it. Head football coach who won the game, so kudos to him, right? Yeah, I guess if you can, then uh, shout out to him, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Zachary, appreciate the super chat. Uh, starting three said uh, Waterboy Coach Klein. So the, the the movie Waterboy, that was his shout out earlier to Coach Klein. Okay. okay. <laughs> and not Kansas State. Mike, do not ask me if I've seen that, or do I remember the Hey, quote. hey, listen, you know, I, I mean, I have seen. <laughs> I know I've seen Waterboy. I don't remember the quote. Yeah, I don't I don't even remember. But starting three, really appreciate all the, the – Here, the, uh, Here's Tyler Horka. Here's another tweet real quick, just Marcus Freeman as we just sitting there chatting. We had a lot of opportunities to win that game, and we didn't. To be on the losing side, it hurts. It stings, but we got to own it. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But that, that's fascinating how he knew there was only 10 out there. I'm on a uh, Horka's timeline. Yeah, he knew TV, he was out there. Yeah, Tyler said Mark Freeman was asked if there was a possible advantage to running an 11th player onto the field on purpose to take a penalty and try his luck on an Ohio State snap from the half-yard line, but he said he didn't want the Buckeyes to have the extra time to think about things. But I don't here's here's Sports Center. Sports Center. Notre Dame only had ten on the field for the final two plays. Yeah, so we talked about that. Ball. You spike the ball. What you know? Now that I'm, that's right. Because they spike. Why the hell are you not running a dude out there? Tim, you I'm, I'm going to give. I'm going to give a hot take here. It, they could have had eleven there. It might not have mattered. You know, like there's just so many other situations where Notre Dame just. Wow. Should have won that game. It should not have been there. No, no, exactly because that's going back to the third and nineteen, and he hits the damn seam to a mecca with wide open. TVs all over the freaking place, man. Bat the damn ball down, somebody, and you win the game. But it, oh man, it's just it's, it's just frustrating now that I'm getting like pissed off. Excuse my French, but it's like, I mean that that that's maddening that you knew it and you didn't want to risk it, but there's nothing to risk. They just down the damn thing. Run a dude out there. Run a dude out there. That's why you have GAs and all. Every time they show the booth with Parker and you see nine guys you don't see in the media guy, those are all guys working the front office or the football office. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's Pete Sampson of the Athletic right here. He just 
It's hard to grasp how Notre Dame staff could have allowed this to happen back-to-back plays. Exactly. Exactly. But handle something two minutes earlier and and the game's over with. Hey, you know what? I'm going to take 10 seconds. Not that I want to do it, obviously, but it's like, seriously, how McCord, man? Way to step the freak up. Stones. Seriously, stepped up. That dude stepped up. There were shots of him on the sideline looking like like he had no clue what the hell was going on in this game. And that guy rallied, man. So kudos, you know, kudos to him. It just sucks. It does. Now that we've been on this son of a gun, Mike, for an hour 25, man, I can't believe we've been talking. I feel like we haven't talked about anything. We're almost 90 minutes in. It's, um, man, what a killer. What a freaking killer. Hey, Matt, really appreciate the super set. It says, Tim, I know you're hurting just like all of us hanging there, buddy. Thanks for all you do. So, Thank you. I, yeah, I echo, I'm hurting, my friend. You I know echo what? Matt's sentiment for sure. Hey, just so you know, I dude, I went back. I dug out the old blue and golds. From, I have five. I have five, five losses. I got them downstairs. I forgot to bring them up. But I went back, and I found all five of them You know, from the 90s. Got them out, wanted to reread the game. I rewatched the 96 game on Thursday night. Stayed up, did dishes. I found like a 45-minute condensed – condensed. Uh, Goolsby always laughs at me because I always say I'm doing dishes and watching film. But it's like it's it's relaxing. I put headphones on, watch film, and do some dishes. <laughs> That's my stress relief, I guess. But um, I watched the 96 game again. And uh, you know what? It's some of the old dogs who've been around like me. That game – I thought Ron Paulus played his butt off in 96. The same thing in that game. Perimeter receivers, Mosley, Malcolm Johnson, just not making plays deep. It, you know, but I, I mean, did Hartman even throw a pass past five yards at times? You know, it's there were there were a couple deeper balls. I feel like that. Yeah, no, I know. PI. He tried one to Thomas. Was that the PI? Someone got PI on one. I remember a Merriweather PI. Merriweather. Excuse me. Yeah, but Notre Dame had four. Four passing plays that went for more than 15 yards. You had the uh, the one to Tyree, first drive of the game. You never uh, saw Chris Tyree again, Mike. Sorry for cutting off, but it's yeah, like- Merriweather. Which okay, so Merriweather 15 yards, but his stats one for six only gave him six. Pretty- so something's yeah. off there. Yeah, something's off there. Because I I was like, man, he had more than six receiving yards. So I don't know what that is about. So let's see, home. Big plays. And then you have uh, – this was early in the fourth. Hartman, it was that play where they were – it was like a screen. like the great house. On both sides, and then they threw the great house up the middle. It was a fantastic yeah, little play. Yeah. 28 yards, and then uh, Hartman to Evans for 25. But Yeah, five-yard yeah. hitch. The guy wrote five-yard hitch to Tyreen. He took it the rest. Exactly. Yeah, so nothing really downfield. Um, Tim, how about we um, – Because that's – that's what, you know, just real quick as we get on yep. that is Hartman, there was a moment in that first half where obviously his experience, his, you could fe- you could see it on television. You could see his years of playing this game come to life. You just, his calmness, his moving, looking around, all that good stuff. I thought he was going to throw the ball 40 times in this game. I really did. They ran 39, 39 times. Well, yeah. A couple of them were the Hartman, you know, some some of the, but uh, yeah, like thirty five. Yeah, Neil's, yeah, yeah Neil, and no, I hear you. So, no, I hear you. But it's like, I really thought they were going to throw the ball forty. I thought they were going to put it in his hands and just go. But it's it, it, 
it had a feeling where maybe Parker was just like, well, we can't beat these guys outside. You know, do we really want to throw 40 times? But they got the run game going. The guy earlier was saying, it's not O-line you. I'm telling you, man, I'm going to go back and dice this up. I thought the O-line blocked the hell out of Ohio State. Blocked the hell out of those guys. That's one of the top two or three D-lines in the country. Yeah. Guy wrote Evans was a horse. Exactly. Lossless, uh, an Ohio State fan came in and and dropped a $5 super chat. So, hey, really appreciate that. Uh, Congrats uh, to Ohio State. It was a a hell of a game. Exactly. It it was. No, No, exactly. Thanks for coming in. Go beat Michigan, Lossless. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, When I say Ohio State fans suck, it's (laughs) it's just the things you hear as you're getting in your car and you're wearing a green Notre Dame shirt. So, but that's fine. That's, yeah, believe me, I don't take offense to it. I could care less, man. You you win, you get to high five and you get to talk trash. That's, that's sports. That's what we do in sports. And that's what you do when you're Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, right? That's what you do. You're three of the most iconic brands in football. So when you beat each other, Talk smack, man. That's, that's what you do. So it's all fun and games. So when I say they're bad, oh, hell yeah, they're bad. But they won. What can, I don't say nothing back. I say, hell yeah, you won the game. Good luck. Uh, oh, come on. No, I don't think it was backhanded compliment. I mean. From that guy. Guy, guy. Hey, if it was a $5 backhanded compliment, we'll take it. Just like we'll. Uh, backhand, I'll take a. We'll take your $5 uh, compliment. Or, yeah, you know, back, hey, backhand compliment's better than a slap. So I'll take yeah, that we'll, any day, right? We'll, we'll, we'll take it. But uh, starting through, we really appreciate you hanging out and, and all the support tonight. Tim, I wanted to go through sure. your um, your keys to the game. Oh. So I have these queued up still from our Friday. I love it. I love it. So this was from our Friday show where we have three keys to the game. And. Key number one was like Hartman for Heisman, like Hartman, this is your moment. Go t- go seize your opportunity. And here we are, Tim. And we're not saying that he did, but we're not saying he didn't. Like it was a fine game. Like, I don't know what else he could have really done. Really yeah. interested to, to hear Mike Goolsby's take. We pretty sure we'll have Goolsby on in our show. Um <laughs> starting three says 999 to not post any other stuff from how people. <laughs> you got it. You got it. unless they unless they uh yeah unless they uh, do one for ten dollars. Uh, our lots listen starting three about to get in a super chat war here. Seriously, you guys are hysterical. I love it. I love starting it. Starting three, you're the best man. I appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, Tim. Yeah. So looking back on this key to the game, just we've talked about Hartman, but any, any anything else you want to say about him? No, man, it, it's 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 fascinating because you lose and you're only 14 points. So you're thinking, oh, man, Hartman was like 12 or 36, three picks, sacked six times. You know what I mean? Rocco Spindler was uh, Rocco Spindler gave up four sacks. Who Mike Hall, did Mike Hall play tonight? Number 51. That dude's lethal at D tackle. Never even heard his name. Um Four tackles, one solo. Yeah. You know, those tackles could be a, you know, jump on the pile. Zero uh, sacks for Ohio State. That's what I'm saying. Mike, seriously, what do we talk about? Mike, Rocco's path on um, pro football focus after four games. God, I got him downstairs. After four games, his pass blocking grade, Mike, 46%. 50% the threshold. Anything above 50 is good football. 70 is elite. Joe Alt's almost 90. That's like, that's like freakish. You can't even get there. It's like going to Mars. Okay. Alt four or uh, excuse me, Rocco's 46. That's just below baseline. That's horrible. And 
that dude blocked his freaking tail off tonight against those guys. So kudos to that. Yeah. What else you got? Matt, yeah, Matt, appreciate the super chat. So yeah, it's kind of like a it's like a good, just like solid like B performance for saying like a B. Not not quite a B plus. Not B. I yeah, and the Hartman for, and the Hartman for the Heisman is obviously hits the touchdown to Rico. You take the lead. Tell you, man, the screen. It gets batted down by JT, right? JT. The hell of a play by JT. Exactly. But that's what's killing me. That dude is nowhere to be found tonight. All right? If I was out there tonight, Mike, you'd be like, man, that hide is getting blocked a lot. You know? It's like, instead, JT makes a hell of a play, and he's going to be all the talk of the town. Fisher played his butt off against him. And um, same with Sawyer. Sawyer, for as much hype as that dude gets, just all just ate him. Oh, like that hot dog he was eating in New York, right? He's a ketchup guy. I'm a mustard guy. But anyway. Oh, me too, Tim. Yeah, I'm a mustard guy. All eating ketchup. I was like, really, Joe? Really? But um, those two guys, and that, and I talked about that during the week. Like, I thought the DNs were overhyped, overrated. You know, they're believe me, they're freaks. They can run to the ball as good as anyone in America. You know, but pass rushing, zero against those those dudes tonight. So kudos to them. Uh, the Hartman for Heisman, going back to my point, I'm, I'm a little stunned at times that they ran dude, they ran the ball almost 40 freaking times, which is nuts. I thought they were going to put the ball in his hand, but they were taking control of this game. And you're chewing up yards. They were having first downs. And this, it's less plays you get to a Mecca, less plays you get to Marvin Harrison, that, that, that type of mindset. It's going back to the formula that almost worked last year, you know, with a way you know lesser offensive personnel. So yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree. Like he did what was asked of him. Um, I agree. Yeah. I agree. He, he did some good things. He had you know, I I did. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm really. I can't. I can't wait to go back and rewatch this bad boy sometime yeah. tomorrow. But uh, no, I I agree with you guys. It was um, it was efficient. Was it Heisman worthy? Well, you got to have some dudes sometimes to have a Heisman throw in a catch, yeah. and they didn't have a Heisman. He yeah. threw that ball to Evans. was beautiful. Yeah. Scene. I need to interrupt you guys. We know yeah. about the 10 players thing. We know we know it was the final two play. Like, we yeah. we, we know. We know. Yeah. You guys, we, yeah, we, we know. Go ahead, Tim. Sorry. Uh, no, no, I got you. I just saw another tweet. I want to talk about that final drive. Somebody on Twitter broke this down. It's fascinating what Ohio State did. Um, uh, Super Chat, Will says, uh, it drove me crazy after shutting down run game in first half, forcing the throw typical Buckeye D, Notre Dame push Buckeye D line everywhere. Uh, Buckeye fan, GG. Okay. Uh, sorry, starting three. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is positive, um, you know, but he knows the, the Notre Dame ran for over 170-ish. You know, they, well, they protected well. well. It was an efficient night. Um Going back to someone in the chat earlier, I think you posted about the Buckeyes have better players. Yeah, that's going back to, you know, you just the data point, Mike. Blue chip ratio, Ohio State 85%. 85%, Notre Dame 65%. And where's that 65%, Mike? DB wide receiver. Right? I mean, if we're going to be really honest at times. Yeah. Oh, boy. And, and when I say DB, I don't mean corners. I, I, I mean Morrison. Morrison and Hart played their tells. I'm talking about safeties, safeties, and uh, the outside guys. What else? All right. Got? So going back to your second key, Golden's disguises again. I, 
He just guys like crazy. Just like Notre Dame was trying to be too smart defensively, just too cute. It just uh, it was like lining up, like on the sixty-one yard touchdown or whatever. Though the sixty-one yard, like Notre Dame's like facing the Ohio State offense. Notre Dame's lined up heavy on the left side. Ohio State's like, all right, we'll just we'll run. Well, it's the cover the they run exactly. That's what. I, but that's what I'm saying. It, it's the D they play. They play bear. They played old school forty-six defense. The bear and and that's how they matched up. And Watts is the guy free. If Watts makes just a tackle in the alley. You know, we, we ain't talking about it. He said he was 61, but who makes – but that's a three-star wide receiver, Xavier Watts, who has to get moved to safety because Notre Dame has recruited safeties as good as I have for Notre Dame. And against Henderson, who is a five-star running back, everyone in the America wanted, running as good as anyone can. So there you go, Mike. Maybe on Henderson, Notre Dame in the 2021 class. I stopped by his high school many times. Where's he uh, from? In Richmond. That okay. I, I would stop by to see Tiger. I think I stopped by uh, Hopewell in, in Virginia, I think, two or three times. Notre Dame was recruiting at first as a defensive back. I've actually read that before. I'm like, how? Yeah, Notre Dame. Well, I think a lot of schools recruit him as a DB at first, and then everyone was like, holy crap, look at this kid's early junior tape as a running back. And then Notre Dame kind of was way, way, way too late on flipping that. And that's the year I think Notre Dame was trying to, you know, do, uh, you know, get Will Shipley. And... Oh. Anyways, uh, key number three, the future NFL matchups, Tim. So let's talk. I don't yeah. remember Cam Hart's name being mentioned at all tonight. Um, Cam Hart and Ben Morrison versus Agbuka um, and um, and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. And then. Um, of course, you know, Joe Wall, Blake Fisher against those, uh, you know, Sawyer and, and JT. Yeah, that's um, one of the box score. I mean, yeah, those guys. I mean, what they did, it's funny. I even, God, I was talking to, I chatted about this a little bit with um, how they were going to move them around a bunch. Like Marvin Harrison only had three for 32. I know he had the little boo-boo ankle and stuff like that, but he wasn't doing nothing before the ankle. You know, and the one he caught with the ankle injury was just a slot little, you know, they moved him to slot. He just caught a little slant and got tackled. They tried going up top on him. Obviously, he had the one PI, but other than that, Hart and Morrison played their, their butts off. Hart, Morrison, Alt, Fisher, the four guys I highlighted as far as NFL matchups, those two played. At least watching live, everything what I saw, those four guys played outstanding football. Sawyer, uh, people are saying first round. How the hell is he a first round pick? So I don't get that. Um, JT, athletically, yes, that dude could jump and run like crazy. So, God, man, he he may be a stand up guy like the old Pittsburgh Steelers in the three four rush guy. But um, and then Emeka just seven for ninety six. But he that dude was efficient all night. When they needed him, he got yards. He showed up when he got yards. Uh, that guy. I mean, he's probably the player of the game for Ohio State. That guy was played his butt. He was unbelievable tonight. So, Tim, <laughs> uh, big game for Notre Dame against uh, Duke. I mean, you you really can't have a hangover because one loss could turn into two real quick. Uh, oh, if you no. get caught sleeping. And then Notre Dame has at Louisville the next week. Look Louisville's up. undefeated. Yeah, they're going to be undefeated. Louisville, Southern Cal is going to be undefeated. I Pitts lost one or two, right? I think the Duke won today, I'm sure, right? 
Yeah, they're four and zero. Yeah, Louisville beat Boston College fifty six twenty eight. Louisville also beat Indiana. I I, I mean, Duke forty one to seven over UConn. There you go. Okay. So, yeah. Look at Duke. The last three, I mean, they scored 28 against Clemson, then 42, 38, 41. Wow. And they got the the Leonard guy at quarterback. So that's going to be a hell of a football game. 7.30 primetime. Here it is. I'm on the app right here. So, son of a gun, man. What's what's that? The Duke game next week? Yeah. Yeah, 7.30 at primetime, right? Yeah. Yeah, 7.30 ABC. So I'll be a primetime game. So they were talking about hosting that for uh, the, whatchamacallit, the ESPN guys. Is it game day? Yeah, game day. So here's the final drive someone posted real quick. Third and 10. Amuka, 13 yards. Fourth and seven. Fleming gets a 13. Fourth, fourth and seven. Harrison gets 13 yards. Third and 19. Boom. First down to Emeka. It's like just boom, boom, boom. It was efficiency right when they needed it, man. But that's going back to, you know, the I, m- I mentioned this during the week. Those guys have played in these games. You know, those it, I mean, they played a lot of these games. This was now top 10 matchups going back. Just 2014, I talked about this the other night in our show. Ohio State is now 21-9. and Nearly 30 of these games in less than 10 years alone. Notre Dame is now, this is their 20, only their 25th time since 1993. Since the great 90, so 94 to 2023, Notre Dame is now four and 21 four and 21 everybody in top 10 matchups mm. yeah that's sc that's the florida state that's the night some kicking the pants ones man starting three says i need a two minute grace period to dublin ohio super chat <laughs> that's a post uh well, that's what i did it i didn't see i didn't see it was buckeye fan until the end uh, when oh, it's all good but a lot of I mean, Notre Dame, like I said, came out doing all nickel. Then they went all three backs. I wrote right here, Golden going with, you know, three. God, running back swing on it. Third and eight, Morrison whiffs, gives them a first down, you know. Oh, that's on the field goal drive, guys. It's on the field goal drive, third and eight. Third and eight, right before halftime. Go ahead. Hour 42 minutes in, you know what we haven't talked about yet? Man, probably 600 things. Announcers. Did you miss Jason Garrett? A lot of people are like, these are the, this is a Big Ten announcing group. I'm pretty sure the was it was it Todd Blackledge did the he's yeah, the ESPN guy forever. No, I he, mean he, he's, so it's not like, he's doing the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah he's doing it, yeah. but it's not like he's some Big Ten guy. And that's uh, yeah, I c- could not care if it's Jason Garrett and Collinsworth it, or those two guys. It a, I, yeah, it was a good yeah good flow. I'm I'm listening to the crowd and I'm just watching. I, I, you know what? Maybe they were good because they're just communicating as I'm listening or whatnot. So, yeah, I, I guess it was a good flow. I guess all of them had a good flow. It wasn't boring, but it's not boring because the damn crowd is rocking. Yeah. You know, the crowd is rocking. So, Black Legend, those, I've never had a problem with Black Legend over the years when I've heard him do ESPN or ABC games. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Tim, Watts beaten. Jeez. All these, all these. <laughs> Emeka catches me. They're just deep crossers constantly. Con- I mean, they caught a handful of deep crossers where just no pass rush just didn't get to them. No, no push. 
you know, none, none. My, by the way, my prediction that Notre Dame would have more sacks out of the Viper position this year, throw that one away, Mike. Throw it away. (laughs) I think think the only one that may come true for both of us is uh, Alt wins the, you know, lineman of the year. Let me find that. Where did I put that? Oh, throw my, throw my, Chris Tyree get a thousand yards. Does he play? <laughs> Which is funny. I did the stats. He's actually on pace to get like 975. So he's actually on pace to get towards it until tonight. He gets one play. Yeah. I thought that one was going to be pretty tough. Guys in the chat, where the hell was Chris Tyree? And once again, I haven't been the, the biggest Tyree fan at running back now. He's not a cutback guy. But wide receiver, just where, when the hell was he? Just to get right. this, I'm talking speed. Get him matched up on some of those safeties. They really thought Mitch Evans was the dude tonight? With no problem. He's a tight end. I get it. But, my God, you're telling me there can't be a wheel route or some deep crosser to Chris Tyree? I guess not. All right, so I do want to pop this up. So Tim and I did our the week of the Navy game. We did our five yeah. bold predictions. So Hartman gets five hundred in a passing game. Five hundred passing in a game still could happen. Twenty three Vipers will get more than fourteen sacks. That's not going to happen. Chris, earn that, earn it, earn that. Probably not going to happen. Joe Walt wins the Outland. Yes. Um, four true seniors will be playing for an NFL contract. It's not even a prediction, but I mean, you know, kind of. Yeah, it's a predict. Well, prediction is in. I think they were going to go, and those guys, everybody is. Uh, but Riley Mills, Botello, Xavier Watts, Chris Tyree. Mine were much. Prediction. Mine were pretty bold. Uh, several staffers will leave, but Stucky will stay. We'll see. Choriori plays a big role by the end of the season. We haven't really seen him yet. I'm not. No, you can burn, yeah, yeah, that's that's as good as my Viper take. But <laughs> we'll, we'll still see. Notre Dame will have a freshman All-American at receiver. Great House, I think, is could still be in the mix there. Maybe in Flores, who the hell knows? They're kind of cannibalizing um, each other's stats because they, they both, you know, you know. That's an interesting well. one because obviously, who's out there, freshman? Um, that, that's an interesting one to see what happens because. I bet you Washington or some of these teams slinging it like hell or have a freshman catching balls that. Yeah, you got the kid at USC. The kid at USC is amazing. Sam Hartman will be invited to New York, and then Notre Dame will go 11-1 the regular season. So there you go. Your four and five go hand in hand, Mike. Yeah, pretty much. Well, they do because now now it's the SC game. I mean, I I said it had they – even with his stats tonight, Mike, even with Hartman, what, throwing under – he was under 200 yards tonight, right? Yeah. Even if he was on – even they win tonight, I truly believe he is he's gonna be a finalist. Even because they won the game, he was he managed it good, which is I can't believe I just said manage and Sam Hartman like Sam Hartman's not here to manage the damn game yet. That's kind of what he was doing today, which sucks. You know 35 minutes of possession that her name had, man. That's that's amazing in this new clock rules to be able to turn that up. So if that's old school rules. You're looking at well over probably 200 yards rushing, 45 carries, and 38, 39 minutes of clock time, probably 40. It's pretty, it's pretty huge. Yeah. So I will, I mean, lock into my Twitter account at Mike T Singer. I will tweet tomorrow as soon as I get the the yes from Goolsby. He was at the game. I'm assuming he's driving back to Omaha tomorrow. Um, so I will talk to Goolsby to see if he's gonna do a Sunday night show with me. 
Um, so just stay tuned um, to that. Uh, but you'll you'll want to hear what Goolsby has to say because every time we talk about Hartman, I'm like, man, what's Goolsby going to say about this? So you're you're not going to want to miss the Mike Goolsby show tomorrow night again if we do have it. If we don't have it Sunday night, it'll be Monday. Uh, and then Tim, Tim and I will be back on Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. What's that face for, Tim? Oh, like, oh my God, we got, no, because when hey, we've been on YouTube a lot the past few days, huh? No, no, no. I'm saying that in a good way. Like, uh, I stuck out my tongue. Like, God, we got to talk about this thing again. Meaning, uh, gonna watch film. No, I'll have some good notes. Um, I'll watch a little bit of Duke. Check them out so we can talk about. Because you're right, Mike. That's a hell of a football game next week. Now you yeah. got to go back on the road, but they're going to be going for the 30th straight against the ACC. Yeah. Notre Dame, man, Marcus Freeman, Marcus Freeman's got to have to give all these guys because he's doing last year. They practiced on Sunday this year. He's given Sunday off. So now they're all meeting on Monday. So that 24 hour rule, 24 hours. I'm sure the team will all get together and have a big dinner tomorrow night. You know, even though, you can't meet as a stat, you know, they'll feed them. So um, these guys are going to beat up. They're going to be sore as hell next week. Gr- a great point. One of the guys mentioned earlier in the chat about uh, depth, the depth, the depth that they have created. And then they have right. Marcus Freeman's favorite words, experience. And he used it a ton again the other day. And they are, they built depth. They've built a lot of depth, so that depth is going to come next week. When guys talking about the D-line and that, they're going to rotate a hell of a bunch of guys next week. They're going to have to because guys are going to be sore, beat up. Um, guy roads awful against the run. God, I hope Duke is awful against the run so they get to hammer him. No, Notre Dame needs to go play pissed off football next week. They need to play yeah. pissed off football the next two weeks and get ready for the next South Bend mega game. I don't think Notre Dame is going to drop in the polls. No way in hell should they drop in the polls. Yeah. You know, but there's a massive bio. I bet you, Mike, hot take. You got a hot take earlier? Hot take. Let's go. Does Alabama jump Notre Dame in the polls? They beat a ranked Ole Miss today, right? Yeah. If they did, I'm going to lose my mind. Notre, Notre Dame should be in the top 10. Notre Dame should be in the top 10 until they lose game two. They yeah. should. They beat freaking Ohio State for 59 minutes and – you know, 59 minutes, 59 seconds, whatever the hell it is, right? Oh, right there, man. I can't believe I'm going to go to bed and freaking another lost Ohio State. All right. Well, we're going to we're gonna sign up there. Starting three. Appreciate that last super chat. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll let you guys know about uh, the Goolsby show tomorrow if we have that or not. Someone said uh, maybe do it uh, 7 p.m. instead of 8 p.m. Eastern. Might so we we can do it before Sunday night football. We might do that. We drive from Omaha. He drives. Mm-hmm. He's a driver, huh? Let's see. Yeah, several that's hours. Work, that's a good workout. Yeah, I've driven through Omaha. That's a nice little workout. You got to drive through Iowa. Yeah, so there you go, Tim. The second we start talking about that drive is when I know we just need to. I, I, I know. I know. We should have had a drive to win the damn game. How's that, Mike? How's that, Mike? Hey, just everybody, if you're still sitting here chatting with us, thank you so much. Seriously, Mike and I have been – I feel like we've been on YouTube every 12 hours together the last 10 days and um, last two weeks at least. But, no, we got to – let's go – man, let's go get Mike Singer's predictions correct. Let's go 11-1. Let's get this Marcus Freeman – He's got to give these guys some big hugs and just tell – he does. He's got to regroup them, the leaders, the – 
the captains, the Joe Alts, the Hartmans, all these guys, they need to rally these guys and just be like, play some pissed off football. This game feels a lot like 2017 Georgia, where they lost that right at the yeah. end. And they rallied and got all the way into Notre the- Dame looks so bad in that game offensively, where it was, I felt like they were lucky. Wait, what, what did you say 2019 or 2017? Oh, the 17 one, the 20 to oh, 19 I'm loss. I'm thinking 19. The one that the Sea Red with the Georgia. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking 19, sorry. No, no, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, 19 was a mess as well, and they still had a chance to freaking, yeah. you know, tie the thing in the last play of the game, so the last drive of the game. But, um, yeah. yeah, we all need to hang out. We all need to get together again with Mike Goolsby when he's on next. Wednesday night we'll be on. We got to rally ourselves and come back and uh, and cheer the hell out of Notre Dame to go beat Duke because it's, um, it's, it's all right there, everybody. It's all right there. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to motivate myself, Mike, as we signed off because I'm going to go sit on the couch. And uh, Well, and you're going to text me like 10 times. I'm expecting I'm not, it. I'm, not, I'm going to throw my oh, phone You can. Away. I'll be up. I got to edit another YouTube video. We're good. So, Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. You have Horka's uh, breakdown yet? Yeah. Ready to yep, go? Okay, well, let's get off. Go post that so I can go lay on the couch, relax, and um, listen to what the fellas have to say. Well, it probably will be an hour until that gets posted. But yeah, that'll be listen, Jason, thank you for the super chat. Oh, um, what do you guys feel we should have done? Run Audrey Gestime. I'll answer 10. Run Audrey Gestime, Um, for sure. Um, but yeah, really appreciate that last second last second super chat. Please guys hit that thumbs up if you have not done so yet. Um, if you're just joining us, replay the show. Uh, we started this literally two, three minutes after the clock hit triple zero. So you can get our raw initial emotions from that loss. Ugh, gosh, I can't believe. I mean, Tim, I was getting texts about how Notre Dame was about to storm the field. Like they were getting the recruits prepped and, and all that kind of stuff. Like they, it was, it was there. Tim, I have the graphic in my trash box on my computer of 14 to 10 with Sam Hartman on it. Like I had the on three graphics people make it for me. And and here we are talking about a Notre Dame loss. But, Mike. So. Just my yeah, my last ten seconds is um literally that's why because Tim, I am dying. That's why I pulled up the five blue and gold losses. I have the covers, and I I told my wife I was like I'm framing this week's one when they beat Ohio State. Not doing that, my friend. All right, folks, that's gonna do it for this post game show. Mike Singer, Tim Hyde, we will catch you guys next time. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older in present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 
1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.